the heart of Christian service. Today's message is entitled, How to Get Off the Roller Coaster. We have them, we have to accept them, and we have to learn to make the most of them. What are we talking about? We're talking about those bad days that every Christian worker has from time to time. Maybe you didn't sleep well, you tossed and turned all night. Or maybe you woke up and you had a headache or some other aches in your body. Or maybe you were having a good night's sleep and then the telephone woke you up earlier than you wanted to get up. Or maybe the baby got you up, the baby's crying or the dog was barking. There's many, many different reasons why we could wake up in crisis mode. Now, what happens, though, as a Christian worker, if your bad day happens to fall on a Sunday? Well, then crisis mode and its difficulties are multiplied and magnified. Why? Well, people are depending on you, right? And you don't want to let them down, and you don't want to let God down, but yet you just don't feel like doing anything. And the last thing you want to do is get up, get ready, and go to church and do a job. You just don't feel like doing that. You want to just crawl back into bed and stay there a while. And that would even get even more magnified if the, the weather wasn't even cooperating. It could be raining, could be cold outside. That would even complicate things even more. So what happens? What do you do? So what do you do? Well, there may be a situation where you actually have a more serious uh, physical problem, maybe something that actually needs attention uh, and maybe medical attention. Maybe you have to call the doctor or something like that, uh, in which case you would uh, obviously take care of that situation. But other than that, probably the best thing you could do, right, would be to accept your situation, maybe smile or try to smile, and then do whatever you need to do, maybe take a shower or whatever else you need to do that would help you get ready for the day, maybe listening to music or something like that. Whatever works for you, you need to do in order to get ready for that day. And you have to then make a determination to do your best. You can't let your feelings get the best of you. Now, there are many days that we don't feel good, right? I mean, if we're human, there are many days that we don't feel good. But what will happen is if you pamper yourself every time you don't feel good, you'll end up doing less and less and less and less until eventually you get to the point where you do absolutely nothing. Now, thankfully, acceptable Christian service isn't based on feelings. What's it based on? Obedience. It's a matter of the will and not the feelings. When Jesus was dying on the cross, he was never more in the will of God than at that time. Yet, his body 
didn't feel good. His body was torn and broken. He didn't feel good. He felt terrible. And yet he was never more in the will of God. So what do you think about when, when you have your situation that uh, your crisis mode day, you're, you're in a mode crisis, you woke up in crisis mode, okay? So what do you do? If you think of what Jesus was going through when he was on that cross, then whatever's bothering you should take on like, oh, this is nothing. Again, what do, what do we say in other messages? Everything pales when you compare it to the cross. Your pain and whatever possible pain you could be feeling pales compared to what Jesus went was going through. Uh, what, what pain could you possibly have that could compare to the pain Jesus was feeling after having nails driven through his hands and feet? If your Christian service is based only on feelings, you'll have a roller coaster kind of experience. You'll be up one day and down the next, up the next day and down the next day, up another day and down another day. And what'll happen is eventually you'll, it, it will lead to you having a shallow, shallow ministry experience. One that thinks more about pleasing yourself rather than helping others. And what happens in the long run, if your service is motivated by only good feelings, it's likely to become more undependable. You now don't have a headache. You now become a headache. You become selfish. You know, the thinking is, I just don't feel like it. And then you can also become inconsiderate. Well, I can't help it. In 2 Timothy 2.3, our encouragement is that we, as Christian workers, just like Christian soldiers, must endure our share of hard, hard, hardness and or the battle that we're fighting may be lost. Other people depend on us. And it doesn't stop. Their dependence on us during our Christian ministry doesn't stop because we don't feel good. Our greatest ability. What is our greatest ability? Give that one some thought. Answer the question. What is our greatest ability? Our greatest ability is dependability. And, and when you think about this for a minute, who would you rather serve with in Christian ministry? Who would you rather serve with? A worker who is average, who is reliable. So, so we have a, a Christian worker who is an average worker, but is reliable. And then we have a Christian worker who is talented. Who can't depend it on, be dependent, dependent on from week, one week to the next. Who would you rather work with? I know I, I, I'd rather work with the average worker.
because they're reliable. They will be there. And the important thing is to remember is if they're average, but they're giving their best, that should work just fine for you. That should work just fine for you. But you, you don't want to work with, believe me, right? You don't want to work with somebody who's got all the talent in the world, but they're not, you can't depend on them. Are they going to be there? You get to, you get to the service and they're not there, you know, that kind of thing. So who would you rather work with? My mind, I, in my mind, I know who I would rather work with, the average worker. You have to make up your mind that you're going to serve God. Now, we've, again, this is part of this whole heart of Christian service exploration that we've been doing. This is part of it, having that right heart to serve God. And you have to make up your mind that you're going to serve God. And keep in mind, again, that it's... Him working through you. So no matter how you feel, no matter how you feel, God will get the job done through you because we have to rely on his strength, not your own. See? And that's where many workers, Christian workers, get um, get off track because they're, they're working from the standpoint that they are doing the work on their own, with their own resources, they're doing the work with their own energy and strength, and as a result of that, when their feelings are down, when they're feeling bad, they can't, they can't operate, they can't function. But when you make up your mind that you're serving God and He's working through you and you're relying on His strength and you trust Him, then the job will get done. Every time you feel good, I mean, I'm sorry, if, if every time that you feel bad, you have a chit-chat with yourself, or even worse than that, a debate with yourself, you're giving up precious time and precious energy every time you have that debate when you don't feel good. So you can't let it happen. You have to stop wasting that precious time and energy, which you can never get back, uh, every time you don't feel good. If you're committed, if you're committed, and you don't have to fight that same battle over and over and over again, you may turn out to be quite surprised how much it helps. That commitment and not having to fight the same battle over and over again will help you immensely. And then what comes next? What comes next? How do you get off this roller coaster? What comes next? One of the most important appointments that you should have every day is spending time alone with God. It's very vital that you do that. And again, the, the main thing is that it's not how you feel when you have when you when you make this appointment with God and you spend time alone with the Lord, it's not the main thing is not how you feel as you read the word and as you pray. 
The important thing is that you listen to God, you talk to God, and you give yourself to him for his special help that day. You have to ask him for his special help. Ask him to to get you through the day. And maybe, just maybe, you know what? He might come through. He always does. He always does. And what do we say in, again, another one of our messages? The God knows you better than you know yourself. So it's really important when we're feeling down, you tell God, hey, I feel, I just don't feel like doing the job. You ask for grace and, and ask him to get you through the day. And God will help you. It's his job he wants done, and he will give you the grace you need to get through that day. And in fact, you may wind up ending the day after the job is done feeling better than you actually went in uh, uh, to begin with. Warren Wiersbe, Pastor Warren Wiersbe, said, said this, and I'm going to quote from, from Warren Wiersbe. He said this, quote, In my devotional time each morning, I like to pray my way through the day's schedule and turn every commitment over to the Lord. That means the day's obligations and interruptions are in his hands, and I shouldn't fret if he changes my plans. This little step of faith takes away a lot of the pressure that can be generated by a busy schedule, end of quote. When you have that off day, and we're not talking about a day off again. We're not talking about a day off. We're talking about that off day, that day that you start off with in crisis mode. When you go over your agenda, what you have to do that day, if you go over that in that appointment time with the Lord and, and, and bring him into the, and bring, bring him into it, bring him into your day. You may see some things on the schedule that should be changed, or he may show you some things on your schedule that should be changed. There are some things, I'm sure, that are completely under your control. Those types of things you can cancel or postpone. Now, some of the obligations or things on your schedule involve other people whose schedules uh, may not be as flexible as yours. But you know what? If by waiting a day or two or three, if that helps you do a better job, then if, uh, you know, making sure that the time and other schedules are not critical, you know, the, the time uh, of others and their, their schedules are not critical factors, then the wisdom would, would tell you that changing your plans and lightening the load would be the way to go. But again, of course, there are times if those schedules of others um, are not as flexible or they cannot be accommodated, then you have to ask for more guidance from the Lord and go ahead with the situation, go ahead with what, what has to be done. But again, you ask for the grace. Now, you have to remember that if you take something off your schedule today, 
that means that today, tomorrow or the next day or maybe next week, whenever you reschedule, you're going to have a heavier load that day. But the important thing is that you most likely will be in a better condition to handle it. And there's no rules or no guidelines or, you know, to, that you must follow when you're, when you're, when you're doing this kind of rescheduling. It's, you have to rely on the God and how he directs you. You have to use your spiritual instincts. It's a wonderful thing that when you pray about things and you talk it over with God and then you read the scriptures and then all of a sudden you get the, he gives you the, uh, the answer. He tells you what to do. And oftentimes it comes as you're reading his word. At least it does for me. And you know, the, the, the thing about God is that he knows you, you're going to have off days. He knows that uh, he created us. He knows that we're going to have off days. But his timing is always perfect. And he can, he can and will give you the strength, the motivation, and at the time, the perfect time, just when you need them. He's never late. He's never late. In 2 Corinthians 12.9, it says his grace is still sufficient and his strength is still perfected in your weakness. You see, again, it's not your feelings, but his faithfulness that carries you through. Okay, so now what? You have to live your day one step at a time. Let God order your steps. Let God order your steps. You have to do each task and meet each person that day with a feeling of strength and exuberance as if you were going to a sporting uh, contest, let's say the Olympics or something, the World Series, or you're in playing in the Super Bowl. So that's how you have to you, you have to uh, approach your day. Um, and by all means, there will be temptation to tell everybody you meet that you don't feel good. Please don't do that. You have to resist that. Resist that temptation. And you know what? You don't know what the other person is going through. So they may feel worse than you do. They may actually feel worse than you do. And in any event, you don't want to become toxic and be a spreader of doom and gloom. So, you know, keep that in mind. Let me ask this question. Do you think that, that a lot of the Lord's work is being done by men and women who don't always feel good? Well, we know that much of the Lord's work is being done by men and women who are human. So you can only take from that that they're not always feeling good. They're not always feeling good. And then there are those that have handicaps 
that would that definitely discourage the rest of us. I mean, there are people out there with handicaps that I don't know how they do what they're doing. And yet they seem to be always upbeat. Off days are not unusual for any of us. But again, about the pampering, we discussed pampering a few minutes ago. We can't let the off days become excuses for pampering ourselves and then, as a result of that, creating problems for our fellow workers. If you're going through chronic physical pains and complaints, you, you most likely have to call for some kind of professional help. But if you're having occasional min, min, uh, miseries and uh, really they're nuisances more than problems, then you have to become a servant. I mean, you have to let, not let your problems become masters. You have to let them become a servant, not a master. If on your off day, if it turns out that it's a day that isn't highly structured, you may look out. You may look out and that day that you have having as an off day uh, may not be highly structured. And you might be able to then stay at home and go through it at home. And if that's the case, the, the one thing you don't want to do is sit around moping and feeling sorry for yourself. You have to think of it like this. Off days are also offer days. They offer you opportunities to catch up on routine or mundane jobs that demand a lot of creative concentration. That don't create, I'm sorry. Let me say that one again. They offer you opportunities to catch up on routine jobs or mundane jobs that don't demand a lot of creative concentration. So you may, you know, fill in your own blank here, but answer email, um, I don't know, clean your office out, um, whatever it is. I mean, whatever it is, I'm sure you could think of something but if it's not, uh, it's not a highly structured day, you can get a lot of these uh, things done that you wouldn't normally do. So use the off days as offer days and uh, catch up on those or use those opportunities to get some other things done. And it may even be uh, that off day, it may even be a time that you may want to take a nap or catch up on some of the sleep that you lost the night before. Maybe it's just your time to rest. Maybe it's your time to rest. Maybe, maybe God wants you to rest that particular day. And again, we're talking about days when, when, when you don't have a highly structured um, schedule that day. It's not a highly structured day. So it may be just the perfect time that you need to lie down and, uh, you know, take some time to, uh, to recoup. There are a lot of Christian workers that go hard, hard and long, rarely take rests. They're constantly going. And to avoid burnout, sometimes these 
off days when not highly structured can be just the thing to help you to recharge your batteries. There are Christian workers that, again, you know, I say they keep going. They keep pushing themselves. They actually don't even know how to relax. They've forgotten how to relax. And if you're the type that um, gets nervous when you're not doing anything or you get impatient uh, to go somewhere or to do something, it's possible then that you may be a workaholic or just on the borderline of being a workaholic. So it would, it would do you well to evaluate that, evaluate that. If you're on that borderline of a workaholic, you can then uh, be a candidate for burnout. You want to pay attention to a warning if it's from God. God's warning will save you a lot of future heartache. An off day, while it's not quite the same thing as a day off, but if you approach it with the right attitude, if your approach and attitude are right, you can make it a day that will do both you and your ministry a real uh, service. It will, it, it will do both you and your ministry a lot of good. Here's a very sobering thought. If you can't handle the minor complaints of life heroically and with the right attitude, how will you respond if something really serious comes your way? God asked Jeremiah in Jeremiah 12:5 If you have run with the footmen and they have wearied you then how can you contend with horses and if in the land of peace in which you trusted they wearied you then how will you do in the flood pain plain of the Jordan And then Paul offered some encouragement in 2 Corinthians 4.16 where it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. And that day by day means even the off days. So, I'm hoping that this message will help you to get off that roller coaster. And maybe you won't buy the ticket and get on the roller coaster in the first place. That's even better. Don't get on the roller coaster in the first place. But if you're on the roller coaster, use this message. Hopefully this message will help you to help to, to get off that up and down roller coaster kind of experience. So see you next time. God bless.